Um, House Hippo is more relevant than even before, really, in terms yeah. of like misinformation online. It's really it's funny. It is so like there's so much misinformation online, so it makes sense that the House Hippo should make a comeback. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy, Nerdy Misfit Misfits. Podcast. What's good? What is good, Connor? Nothing. Nothing's good. Yeah? Everything's Nothing's good? Trash. I don't know. Everything's trash. <laughs> Everything is trash, Everything's trash from here on out. Everything. Um, Outside of the trash, how's it going? It's going. We're recording on another Wednesday. Another Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. If you're listening to a Wednesday, happy every another other episode. day of the week. No, another episode came it out It is today. Another, episode another episode. Another episode dropped today. You're so right. So nice stuff. Exactly. And we're recording on a Wednesday. Very nice. Poetic. Two Wednesdays in a row? Two Wednesdays in a row. Two um, Wednesdays in a row. So, so uh, we've talked on previous podcasts and stuff like that. We like to talk about the drinks that we usually drink when if, uh, if, we're, having if we're having a drink. And today we're back on it again. Uh, Connor, what are we drinking today? Uh, today uh, we are having a tender knob. It's supposed to be made with I'm pre- pretty sure some uh a bourbon. I can't remember the name, but it, I'm pretty sure it has knob in it. That's where the name comes from. But Makes sense. That is not the bourbon we use, but we did use bourbon, and it's a uh it's more of a fall cocktail. Uh, as of recording this episode, we are mm-hmm. deep into the beginning the fall of fall. Season. You know, so uh we've got it's bourbon. Uh, it's got a hard apple cider. Um, it wants agave syrup, but I use maple syrup because you know, fitting Canadian also. And uh, it's got a little bit of cinnamon and an apple, a muddled apple in it. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's very fall. It is. It fits the color. It looks very fall-like. It just, everything about it just seems fitting. You know? That's the tender knob. The tender knob. But uh, yeah, also I guess we should mention, we didn't forget if we haven't mentioned yet, but we are of course of age. Yes, of, yes. Of consuming alcohol. <laughs> and uh, drink responsibly. Yes. So uh, but yeah, um... Yeah, we'll do a better habit of making sure we mention the yes. drinks. We ha- we have skipped out a couple times. We have we skipped forget. out a couple for- times, but I think uh, we'll get in the habit. We'll yeah, get in the from habit. here on out, hopefully every every week if we are drinking, we'll let you know, and we will try our best to let you know that we're not drinking anything too. Sometimes it's coffee too. Exactly. Sometimes it is just a sometimes, good old coffee. Sometimes it's a morning episode or an, uh, early afternoon, and it needs to be caffeine it needs a kick, you know. Um, but Connor, so I was thinking at work today that we've talked about a lot of things on this podcast. Okay, we've talked about Marvel, DC, anime, manga, League of Legends briefly, Lord of the Rings briefly, a couple Star Wars specials. We've mentioned your mom's love for Star Trek. We've D&D. talked about D&D, various books. Some uh, RPGs. Some RPGs. So I was thinking that there's a couple of fandoms we haven't really talked about yet that you and I are decently big into. Uh, well, we also talked about card games. Yeah, we've talked about card games. So I'm assuming you must be talking about either Disney as a whole or or exactly <laughs> sports sports yes 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 definitely sports that's that's definitely the topic i of all people the man who does <laughs> matt, not play sports matt loves sports let me sport sports uh come on there's one big fandom decently big fandom there's movies there's harry books harry freaking potter yeah, I assumed that we would have tried to have a guest on. I'm sure we know someone I, that's bigger into Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, but us. I figured that could be a later on thing. I think, you know, 
we've we've hit a lot of topics, but I think we should definitely try a new topic because you and I are decently big fans of Harry Potter. Did this Potter. come up because we had that conversation about you did. certain certain people and not actually have seen yet younger generations yes. not even caring or seeing yeah, or yeah, that's, Harry Potter? That's where it kind of came to mind. I was like, you know, we haven't really haven't talked and chatted about Harry Potter. And I yeah, feel what like happened was to... we went to chapters. So every now and then, Matt Matt keeps his eye out for uh, books. He's he's into like the Star Wars books and other avid reader for and sure. other titles. I would say within like the fantasy ish mm. genre, whether that's sci fi, whether it's you know other types of fantasies, but he's kind of in that genre. And he'll just like message me. And he'll be like, "Let's go to Chapters, which is a bookstore." Just if, for whoever's Indigo, listening, Indigo Coles and Chapters and doesn't know, but it's a bookstore, closest bookstore to us. That's yep. like a big, br- big branch. But um, yeah. So then obviously I'm just like, all right, all right, sure, let's go. I'll take a look at like the manga and stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll pick something up, but Matt usually has books in mind when we go. And then I remember every time we go, we'll like go. Sometimes Matt needs to go into the the kitty section, which is where Harry Potter is. Young adult section. That's yeah. what I said. And uh, there's always Harry Potter books, and it's always tempting because um, the uh they have like the different um houses. Yep. And I think I have um. I have the first book as a house. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like tempted to be like, oh, do I complete the collection to have the house? And we were talking about it. And then Matt mentioned that he has someone close to him who is younger and has never watched or read Harry Potter. Which and is I'll, crazy to think about. And I was like, what? Because we grew up watching the films. Yep. I remember going on school trips to see the yep. some of the films. And you just kind of grew up with, the characters, I guess, was, was exactly. what made it so yeah. big for us was like you kind of can relate to some other issues. Obviously, you're not magical, but you can well, kind of relate like, to some of the stuff. For me personally, like I have a weird connection to Harry Potter because it was one of the couple things that me and my brothers had in common is like I have a memory of my brother. Um, the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows book came out and I was decently young, but I remember we lived on the outskirts of town and my brother grabbed his bicycle and he rode his bike from our house to the shopper's drug mart which was a 35-minute bike ride because oh, the Harry Potter book came out. Yeah, my cousin always read, like, uh, pretty much when they came out, he would get the new book. And I remember, like, at we used to go to a summer camp. Mm-hmm. And he would, sometimes he would come down and he would end up joining us for the week or whatever to uh, the camp. And I remember he would always, like, read one of the Harry Potter books, like, so when we took breaks and stuff. They're so good. And it's, it's, it's crazy because, like, of a lot of book series and book series that have become movies, I think like Harry Potter has got to be the one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest one, excluding Lord of the Rings. I feel like Lord of the Rings has a really big following for movies and books. Yeah. Harry Potter's another big one. No other ones really come to mind because well, it's I either mean, the nowadays, movies or the books. Well, nowadays you have like, um, I guess you can think of stuff like the Maze Runner. Maze Runner, Hunger Games. Hunger Games is a good one too. Divergent, but not really. Um, and then attempts, Percy Jackson attempts yep. were made. Aragon, and, City of Ember. Yeah. Like there were definitely attempts at some series yeah. as well, but yeah, I guess. For a big following, I think Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings are definitely the And her success big. just kept carrying. Exactly. Like the books just kept coming and the books did so well and. Success made success, really. Exactly. And then the movies, also one of the first movies I remember getting a part two. Yeah. I do think Deathly Hallows part two. That was like a big deal. Because remember, it's like, oh, like, are they going to be able to fit everything? Yeah. And then the part two, which is, I feel, yeah, I feel like it might have been one of those first, like, big 
split big or splitting movie this franchise. book in half. We're yeah. not going to try and because to be fair, they did skip out on a good chunk of stuff in some books. Like there's the a bigger lot. books like Goblet of Fire is missing. Goblet of Fire or the Phoenix. Ki- a whole kitchen scene. I remember reading yeah. a book like. All the house elves. Is That's it? an important part in the book series. Yeah, that part is... Com- I feel like that may have been... Before we continue, I want to say that we're. if you guys watch the movies and have read the books, you're planning to read the books, vice versa, we're probably going to spoil big things that happen in the books that didn't happen in the movies. Didn't the last movie come out like a decade ago? Yeah, but I don't you feel know... Like, I feel like you probably should have. If you haven't, you're, you're, you're missing. Hey, yeah, you, you, you're missing you, out if you haven't. Be you know? Because, so, well... Much apologies. It's 10 years old. Exactly. And that's just when the last movie yeah, came out. <laughs> So, um, just to be nice, you know, want to give that warning. I think that may have been also a decision one, obviously to save time mm-hmm. and, and money and stuff, but also like they were like more kiddie ish movies in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like PG 13. I yeah. would assume they're reading they're somewhere around there. PG 13 or like 14. A maybe. I don't no, know. they were PG 13. I don't think. So I feel like the, the house elf stuff is a bit on the heavier side. Yeah, it's of, a little bit. I think there's certain things that happen in the books that they sh- could have brought into the movies. Yeah, no. So, but that's something that's obviously, obviously, the Goblet of Fire is also like at the hefty. It's a big boy. Yeah. So it makes sense. And obviously, Lord of the Phoenix is even even bigger boy, <laughs> even but heftier boy. That one was a little boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. A little dry. Starts off a little slow. Well, it uh, starts off fast, but also it's a lot to build up to. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I think. They did overall. I think they obviously did a decent job, but they definitely wanted to incorporate everything they could from I the agree. last book. So, we'll talk. I guess you want to talk about the books first before we talk about the movies, or which you know, what do you what do you want to do here? Does it matter? Um, it's been a while since I read the books. That's honestly same. So it's just gonna be a little jarring for that. So I, I feel think like- the last time I read them was actually at the at uh my old job. Old, I think old, we read them around the old, same time. Old job. We cranked through them because at the time our supervisor was reading yep. it, and she was uh, very slowly reading it. <laughs> I remember, because um, I remember we started we started together, and mm. I remember just like cranking through them, like maybe so good. maybe like month, and we were like basically almost done. Like we were, we did pretty much over a book a week. Yeah, we were like cranking through. Except them. for our, uh, you know, Order of the Phoenix. That one took a little bit longer. But yeah, shout out to Kobe. Yep. Kobe for listening. I don't even know if she's finished yet. I <laughs> to this day we don't know. She I don't know if she ever finished, but we were uh yeah, we caught up to her real quick. Yeah, very good. And then we, we surpassed her. her. Yeah. And then our boss Our boss finished them. I oh, can't she confirm did, yes, she, she finished did them. Finish them. Yeah, okay. she did Because then them. she also picked them up. Yeah. And then also we had another supervisor <laughs> that is just a Harry Potter fanatic. Psycho. Psycho, yes. She Better loves word. Harry Potter. Like, die hard. Like, if there's Harry Potter merch, she either has it or it's on her freaking wish list and she's working towards getting it. So true. That is, that is crazy for that stuff. Yeah. She, which is also, she's much younger than us. Like, she's yeah. a good chunk younger. And she loves Harry Potter. I think I think with a lot of, like, fandoms, I think um, even... But she has the, an older uh, sibling. That could also yeah. impact it. So, like, maybe that's how. Because it is just weird when you think of, like, the age... We're coming to that. We are at that point where there are people who just their parents either haven't shown them Harry Potter, which is weird because then you're thinking like the a lot of the newer age, a lot of the newer age kids that are mm. coming in are gonna be like um, they're gonna their parents are gonna show them because they love Harry Potter exactly. So uh, but I guess we're not quite there yet. Not no, quite. I there. don't think we're quite. So there, we're no. at that point where it's like a lot of the younger kids who are coming up just 
didn't grow up watching it or reading it because they weren't coming out actively. Yeah. Makes sense. But that's also like what the MCU is now. Exactly. Honestly. So well, that's the thing is like without taking away too much from this episode, the way cinema works is that we were in this phase of like book to movie adaptations. Like yeah. Harry Potter started it and then Twilight and then we're Hunger in Games. the comic book phase. Now we're in the superhero phase and we've been in it for 10 years because the first Avengers movie came out almost 11 years ago now to when this episode airs. Wow. Which is crazy. <laughs> but actually that was a, uh, in a, one of the, I told you I went to a charity trivia night. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was pretty good. I went with my family and I didn't think that I would be too much help, but, uh, two of the categories were one was like cocktails and then the Easy other, the other one was superhero names. Genius. Like they said like the, their real identity and then you had to guess who they're. Oh, please. I got totally cheesed. Cause the last one, Mm-hmm. was uh they misspelt it and it miss said and they mispronounced the the person they said hal gordon and mm. i was all like i was all like hal gordon and i was like my mom's like well who is it and i'm just like i'm like i want to say green lantern but then i'm almost certain that's not his name yeah and then obviously i'm like no i'm like that's not his name his name's hal jordan Right, because I'm like that's, yeah. that's one of the Green Lanterns. So I was like, I'm like, no idea, I'm at a loss for words. So then we put down whatever random guess, and then it ends up being Hal Jordan. And I was kind of like, cheese the. But we bit. weren't gonna win, so it didn't wasn't worth complaining about. But I was yeah. a little yeah, irritated. Fair. That's fair. But they had um like Hank McCoy was one of them. Yeah, Beast. Um, they had uh Oliver Queen. Yeah, Green Arrow. Uh, who else did they have? Um, Reed Richards. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic, easy. Um. Can't remember. I think that may have. I can't even remember. I think it was six rounds, but I can't remember what all of them were. But yeah, McCoy's a little bit of a harder one. Harder one in yeah. the grand scheme. Which I they they were pretty good, obviously. And then like I can't remember what all the cocktails were either. But they had like um, they had like a uh, Manhattan that was there. You know, so yeah. uh, I think a Tequila Sunrise was on there. Uh, and then another one I got was the Avengers one. Because uh, they it was uh, dates important like uh, just like they would list things that happened on the year and you had to mm-hmm. guess what year it was. Okay. So uh, it was like Avengers, uh, the twenty ten Olympics or something, stuff like that. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. And I was like, oh, or it was a different movie. I can't remember. It was something like that. Still, yeah. I I did it based on Olympics because that's kind of how I remembered it based on sports. So like the one was two thousand two, and I think they said Spider Man. Yep, first Spider-Man came first out. First Spider-Man, and then they said the Olympics in Salt Lake, and I knew that that was like when I remember watching as a kid. That was when Team Canada, both the women's and men's teams, won the gold medal yep. for hockey. So that was like a big memory for me. And then 2010s, the Vancouver Olympics. So makes sense. Makes sense. It's kind of how I admit, but I was yeah, I was a lot more helpful than I thought I was going to be. Basically, <laughs> that's good. Trivia. I've always wanted to go to a trivia, and I've never been. Yeah. So the way this one was set up was like you were in a table team. Mm-hmm. And everyone was at like their own table. And it was like a table of like nine or whatever. And then you just kind of, it was six rounds of 10 different categories. Okay. So you would just write down your answers and go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, as they did like a slideshow going through each category. Then at the end, you would hand it in. They would go over the answers after everyone handed in. And then you go on to the next round. Oh, it's not bad at all. And they had like, you know, like ticket draws, kind of like a uh, stag and doe style, 50-50 draw and stuff to raise money. I think it was uh, they were raising money for uh, like a Haitian thing. Okay. For Haiti. Um, 
So yeah, it was it was nice. That's exciting. Is there any Harry Potter questions? No Harry Potter questions. No. Dang. But they say my uh, I think my family's been a couple times. It's my first time going, but I guess obviously like the categories change all yeah. the time. So it wouldn't surprise me if there was at one point. But my brother and I were there, and we were like the youngest people. <laughs> Some of the youngest people there. I think my brother was the youngest person. Oh my god! Yeah, there was a. I think one of them. Come to think of it, you know who would have been really good. One of the categories was SNL. Mm, so, we all know yeah, our exactly. friend would that. Uh, he would do. He would have done really well, I think. Exactly. But oh uh, yeah, it was fun. I would That's definitely good. be down. Uh, and you just team your teamwork. You know, I think you also got like a free a freebie, a, like a freebie per round that you could just not get dem- demoted marks on. Makes sense. Makes sense. But yeah, it was overall pretty good. That's pretty interesting. We'll have to go and kick some butt or have yeah. one of our own, maybe host one. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that. I was like, could there could be a way. We could host our own. Eventually. I have run the idea past Matt to potentially do a Jeopardy, Jeopardy style. Th- style thing for the Nuri Misfits. We could make it. I've done one with friends before where yeah. I hosted it and it was like, it was only anime related. But we could do one more nerd related, like Easy. maybe have Harry Potter. Five different anime, categories: anime, Harry Potter, comics, comics, and then just invite some of our friends and D and D. We'll have you participate. Are you gonna come up with all the questions? Well, uh, I can, I can, I can source out to other people. I have <laughs> people. Fair. I have people. You have people. Uh, my people contact your people. Good, good. That we have the same people. We are. Our we people. are the people. <laughs> I'll contact Matt, and Matt will contact exactly. me, and we'll get her done. That could be cool, maybe. That would be super fun, yeah. And the other thing is, if we do it right, we could potentially host it over Discord. Like, like a Discord, and I'll just record everything mm-hmm. that's happening, and we can upload it to the YouTube channel. Easy we'll peasy. See. We'll see. Um, so going back to Harry Potter. Okay, I remember we read the Harry Potter the books Wizarding at the same time. World. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Can't wait for that game to come out. Hogwarts Legacy looks beautiful. It looks all right. I hope it lives up, but I feel like it's going to drop. Yeah, I don't want to have too much It's going to probably drop the ball in a lot of places. But I'm hoping that the multiplayer aspect of it is It'll good enough fun. where you can play with like friends. Yeah. What uh what house are you, Matt? Which house do you think I am, Connor? I think you're a Hufflepuff. I am through. not a Hufflepuff. If you're not a Hufflepuff, then you're probably Gryffindor. Nope. Okay, well then you well, did I'm the a test Ravenclaw. wrong. You did the test no, wrong. No, I okay, so I don't know. So I was gonna do the Do you <clears> confidently <throat> think that you're a Ravenclaw? No. But yeah, so you would have to the tell situation. the sorting hat it's wrong. <laughs> Is what you're saying? Because I so I logged into because I googled the Harry Potter sorting quiz or whatever, right? And it like threw me up on the Wizarding World website, and I was like, "Oh, this is originally from Pottermore." Log in, so I logged in, and I was like, "Okay." Yeah, and it already had your thing. And it had already had my yeah, thing. Yeah, because your account from your email. Yeah, right? so I was like, "Okay," and apparently I was a Ravenclaw. Apparently, I don't know. I kind of want to do the test again, but I don't. I need to make a new account. Yeah, I, well, to be fair, the Pottermore test was never great because mm. it only asked you like five questions or yeah. something. It was, it was random. Is there a better is there a better test out there? Well, I remember is there a BuzzFeed test. It wasn't. Well, I'm sure there is a BuzzFeed test, but I remember there was a test I found that was all of the questions that Pottermore takes from. Okay. And that because I think what Pottermore does is it, it used to just grab from like a pool of questions, so yeah. it never asked you like two people the same question necessarily. It was kind of a different mm. questions, but this one had the whole list of questions. So instead of being mm. asked like 15 questions. It was a hundred questions or something. Makes sense. Makes sense. And so I I remember doing that one to try and get a more quotation yeah. accurate because obviously with a hundred questions, 
It's going to be more accurate than Based five on, questions. It wasn't really personality, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I'll just say personality, but 100 questions based on your personality is going to be a lot more accurate than only 15. Yeah, exactly. So even if Pottermore was wrong, which I feel like it was probably accurate for me, but the 100 questions was, <laughs> but the, 100 questions was the same result. So that's kind of how I feel a little bit more confident on that one. That's fair. I mean, I appreciate that you didn't think I was going to be a Ravenclaw, but also kind of insulted that you called me a Hufflepuff just to start. Well, okay. Like, people may throw Hufflepuff out there as, like, kind of like the written-off house, if you will. Because it is. But the thing is, like, the way Ravenclaws are described are, like, scholarly people. Are you a scholarly person? Sometimes. <laughs> so, I mean... Not often, but sometimes. So, I would say, uh, maybe... You might not quite fit the Ravenclaw mold. Maybe I don't know, man. Who are case? some of the big Ravenclaw people in Harry Potter? Luna Lovegood? Gilderoy Lockhart? You call those scholarly people? Hermione Granger is a Ravenclaw. Technically. Technically not. And Ronald Weasley is technically a Hufflepuff. It's, and then, then are the main characters technically Slytherin. What do you think of that theory? Technically accurate. I guess, technically. I mean, yeah, Harry was obviously supposed to be Slytherin. That was it. That's but I mean, like Hermione is Ravenclaw, it's and fair. it's just that they have those traits of like mm -hmm. of Gryffindor, and you know that the, the whole and the whole choosing where you go kind yeah. of thing. They all wanted to be together as friends. It's all because of Charlie Weasley. He became a Gryffindor first, ah, and then sort of I was like, ah, oh, you guys gotta make them all Gryffindors. But uh, yeah, my opinion: you're a Hufflepuff. You're very much a friendly. Like you would do anything for your friends. You're just that type of person. You're an outgoing person. I feel slightly insulted, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that's insulting. I I just, just own that you're a Hufflepuff. I refuse. I'm gonna take that hundred question test, and then I'll <laughs> let you know. Yeah, I'm Slytherin. Yeah. So no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my host, and I'm. I feel pretty. pretty con yeah, pretty I'm content pretty comfortable with that. with that. That's fair. I think if I, as crazy as it sounds, I think if I wasn't Slytherin, maybe I would be Hufflepuff. But I'm like a Hufflepuff in a way of like a secret Hufflepuff. Yeah. You know, like I'm not very like outgoing. But I'm like but the people that know you. Yeah, exactly. If you get to know me yeah. and we're close, you're an awkward. Then Hufflepuff. I'm a good Hufflepuff. You're an awkward you know? puff. But I'm not like the Hufflepuff exterior. Mm -hmm. I would say. I like to think I'm the reverse. I have the Hufflepuff exterior, but I'm really a Gryffindor. You know. I thought you were gonna say Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving up on the Ravenclaw thing. <laughs> but I'm really a Ravenclaw. But I'm totally inside. a Ravenclaw inside. Yeah, deep, 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 deep inside. I'm a Ravenclaw. Somewhere in there. But yeah, so I do on the Slytherin. Mm -hmm book which maybe one day i'll try and collect all the, like the yeah. slither books but i do have but you can get them in box sets now eh? yeah but i already have the one i know you already have the one but i don't know what you uh, shouldn't do is get I the have... box set with the weird cover art oh the new cover art yeah, yeah no i have the originals i have were, some that, of the, the north that were released in north america yeah i actually have which is relatively hard to get is first I, editions don't you no i have hard covers up to the third book gotcha which i don't have hard covers of the of one and two but those are like really hard mm. to get. But even I don't see too many people even with the hardcover of three. No, gosh, no. See, I have I have the full collection now of the new covers, unfortunately. But there was a time that I had like three different styles. Like I had a couple first editions of I think it was like book two, five, and six were the original covers that we knew. Mm -hmm. And then I had a couple of the new ones. And then my Philosopher's Stone book was a white cover with blue writing blue and gold writing on it. I've never seen this cover before. Was it a different... Because they had different arts and stuff for different places. I don't know where it's from. 
Because I, I remember being at like an elementary school. Like I remember my friend. I think he had Hungarian versions of the books. Okay. Because his family was Hungarian, and he actually spoke and read Hungarian as well. So I think they may have had some like European, like Hungarian ones that were completely different art. And I was like, whoa. This yeah, is I've seen wild. a few of those. This is way different than my Harry Potter books. Harry Potter. Oh, this is like the, all the different covers. These are the British ones. Um, Someone decently close to me has the first three of these in this style. I don't know if she still has them or not. I don't really talk to her anymore. This is the book I have. So it's still English or? Still English, yeah. Interesting. They were uh, UK covers, I guess. Dang. Makes you think. These ones I really want. There's as much as they seem weird, I kind of want them. They remind me of something else. Obviously, everyone can't see them, but it has like JK Rowling and big text and then. Multicolored. Yeah, covers. it's like one color for the book and then writing. A lot of. It's big, very different, writing. but I think that's kind of why I like it. It kind of looks seen... similar to something else I've seen before. Oh, uh, it reminds me of Poon Poon. Yeah. I can kind of get that. Yeah, yeah. In the books. If you got time for everyone's listening, like you're done the podcast, go Google just different uh, Harry Potter covers. There's a lot, some very interesting ones. Um, More than you might think. <laughs> it's true. So Connor, um, I'm trying to think here. Hmm. Let's yeah. go with least favorite movie and least favorite book. Least favorite movie and least favorite book. Um. Okay, my least favorite movie is probably the same as my least favorite book, which is Order of the Phoenix. Bingo. Same. <laughs> a lot of exposition. Like, it's yeah. not that it's not important. There's just a lot more. No, they're not. It's not a bad movie. It's just. The ending's hype. It's, it's great. The ending part, it's just how fast they get there is not, not fast, fast at all. Not fast at all. It's very slow. My favorite is, my favorite book is probably Goblet of Fire. Okay. And my favorite movie is The Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Interesting. Okay, so my favorite book is also Goblet of Fire, but my favorite movie is Chamber of Secrets. See, I'm scarred by Chamber of Secrets because <laughs> I remember watching it as like a young, young kid, mm -hmm. and I remember being scared of the basilisk. That's fair. That's good, though, but not good. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a bad thing. It was, yeah. I guess, you know, realistically, you should be scared of it. But, um, but yeah, I think Prisoner of Azkaban, I think, is also one of the most accurate to the books. In I terms of think adaptation, so as well. obviously it's not that big, and their budget probably was a lot bigger yeah. by the third, the third. Overall, uh, the first three movies to books aren't the are, worst. Yeah, they're smaller books, and I'm sure their budget kept going up as they went. But uh, yeah, I think three is my favorite movie. Four is my favorite book. I think there's just so much going on in Goblet of Fire for the book. Like so many different things that are like interesting. And obviously, it builds off of everything else yeah. that's already happened. So you have a lot of development already. To give you an idea, a little bit of something that happens in Goblet of Fire in the books, for those who haven't read it, Dobby is a reoccurring character. And in, mm -hmm. fortunately, in the movies, we only see him in Chamber of Secrets and Deathly Hollows Part 1 at the very end. But he is, like, decently important. He's actually the one that gives Harry the Gillowig, I believe. Right? Not Neville? He's, like, involved in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... For me, the reason I like Goblet of Fire is obviously the ending is the true introduction or resurrection yeah. of Lord Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. And it's the first time we have someone really killed off. It's the it's one of the big turning points. Where it's almost like it's starting to become a darker, a little bit of a darker yeah. series. It's not all happy, right? And um, 
obviously, like, it goes without saying, there are a lot of writing errors in Harry yep. Potter and contradictions and things that don't work. And we're not going to be here to pick off all those. No. But overall, like, if you just go in and you just want to enjoy it, like, I think that book four kind of has a little bit of everything. Yeah. And I also love dragons. I don't know. That's I fair. feel like I've said that on this podcast ah, before. Dragons, man. But there's dragons, okay? And I love me some Hungarian dragons. Horn. I love me some dragons. You can't go wrong with some dragons. Love me those mythical boys. What is uh? I think what is one thing if you can think of something here? This is a, kind of a ish question here. One thing from the book that you wish they put into the movies. Probably all the stuff with the house elves, like yeah. the kitchen. Hogwarts kitchen, kitchen like is how described Hermione multiple, is connected to it. Well, or? and it's described multiple times. The kitchen. So, so just specifically the kitchen. The Hogwarts kitchen. Yeah. I want to see how epic that place really is. How many house elves are back there? Not even just that. Just it sounds unreal. Yeah, that's fair. So that would be really cool to okay, see. Okay. See, for me, it has to be Neville's parents. Okay. I know that's like really depressing if you've read the books and you know why. It's a little sad, yeah. But they've hinted at it in the movies. They're like, oh, Neville's parents uh, had a fate worse than death. And they just don't talk about it anymore. But in the books, you see Neville's parents and you see where they are. And you're just like, man, Neville, I feel for you. He had a rough. He really and is that's the other why chosen one. He literally is, though. It's, it's been talked about in the books. That's a, big, that's a big thing as well. But I think like knowing where his parents are and like how Neville was also technically the chosen one, but Harry just lived closer. Um, him having... Harry was the more chosen one. Exactly. But I think the that just makes the more chosen uh, one. What's the oh when um he grabs the sword of Gryffindor through the hat right and like that I feel like knowing more of Neville's backstory just makes that moment even well so and much where more he came important. from where exactly. he came from is a uh, ratting on his friends and although Dumbledore gives him credit yeah by giving him points you know sometimes standing up to your friends is harder than you know yeah. doing you know, the wrong thing or whatever. It's deep, but you're not, you're not, you're but right. But right. he goes from like ratting on his friends and not participating to being one of the main reasons they're able to finish off Lord Voldemort. So he has a very good character arc mm-hmm. himself throughout the stories. And, and obviously he finds his own passions. Exactly. Which we is see nice. a different style of young wizard, I guess, through Neville. Yep. I guess that's the easiest way to say Starts it. Starts off as like a really unconfident like incompetent mm-hmm. and then he nervous. goes into herbology which we don't really see too much true and, and it's like a passion of his that he's he excels in, exactly which is nice follow your passions everyone uh, yeah it's like it reminds me of the that uh old public service announcement what's your thing <laughs> <laughs> and neville's thing is herbology it's true it's what's true. your thing uh, i like point, plants <laughs> point to the guy that starts sounding like a t-rex <laughs> I like bugs. <laughs> if you're, As like bugs crawl across. His if face, you're from Ontario, and you know what we're talking about. You're like a '90s kid. You know. You know. You know exactly what we're talking about. Um, What's your thing? <laughs> Let us know in the comments below. And the house What's hippo. your thing? House hippo came back. Um, house hippo is more relevant than even before, really, in terms yeah. of like misinformation online. It's really it's funny. It is so, like, there's so much misinformation online, so it makes sense that the house hippo should make a comeback. Exactly. Um, hmm. Did you ever read or watch the Cursed Child play? Did you ever read the... I read the play. Yeah. I haven't seen it live. I heard it's pretty good. I heard the it's play, expensive. The actual play. Yes. 
expensive. Very it's pretty expensive. expensive. And no one comes to like Nia, like to our region. Yeah, no it, comes. The, it was in Toronto this past summer, but it was. But you have to make a trip out to Toronto. Yeah, and, expensive. You know, so. But I have read the book. It's Sorry. it's all right. Have you read the other books that are connected? Like the, you can get a physical copy of Tales of Beetle the Bard. No, I haven't uh, gone like down like the rabbit hole of like fair. all of the extras. I've seen the first two movies of Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts. It's two more than I have. Yeah, and I haven't seen. Is there a third? There's a third, third one. one yeah. I haven't seen that one. The one where Johnny Depp is no longer involved. Yeah, I haven't. Seen. I haven't seen that one. I, well, I haven't seen any of them. And but. I didn't hear great things either, which is why I didn't like go out of my way to like try. And IGN, see it. I believe, gave it a worse rating than Morbius. Not that you could really take IGN <laughs> for face value no, for there. Some of their takes are a little harsh. Harsh, and some of them are way better than mm. things are. So I don't know if I would completely trust, but. They're usually within a ballpark in the a score yeah. or two, give or give or take. So, but yeah, I wasn't wasn't rushing to see that. Maybe one day. One day we'll finish them if they ever finish making all five. We can do an all Harry Potter, and oh, fan- we'll start with Fantastic Beasts because it's technically pre, Before. and then we'll watch the all those prequel. and go right into Harry Potter. I think Harry Potter is twenty six hours. Is it that much? Look it up. Look. Let's see how. My guess is 26 hours for but not extended editions. One to part two, end of part two. Is a, that's my prediction. 19 hours. Nine? <clears throat> 19 hours and 39 minutes. You play the Harry Potter movies without stopping. However, factoring breaks, the time it takes to change the movies and technical difficulties may have, they say it's about basically just over 20 hours. It's real technical. <laughs> 20 hours. I was close. I was close. I was close. You were close. Who Maybe. is your favorite Weasley? Oh, not Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got to be one of the twins for me. Fred, maybe? Yeah, Fred or George. They're, they're more entertaining. They're yeah. more fun. The oldest ones we don't really see too much about. Yeah, they are covered a little bit more in yeah, the books. Yeah, Charlie but, shows up a couple times. Um, Bill a little bit more. The twins are obviously the most chaotic. Yeah, <clears throat> that's another big thing actually that the movie doesn't cover, is how they opened their gag store. Yeah, but <clears throat> I, I know that's completely irrelevant in the movies. Yeah, that's why I, in but, the in the movies it doesn't really need to be said. It's kind of just like they did it, and it makes sense because you're like, oh well, yeah. of course they did. And you're like, where did Harry put all of his money from winning the Travelers Tournament? But- do you, have any, do you have any questions about me? Towards me about Harry Potter? <laughs> Love English. Are you drunk? English bad. Okay. Um, questions about Harry Potter. Yes. Would you be able to reread them? Mm. Or would you rather just read something else instead? I would probably reread something else. Maybe not. Maybe read something new. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe start getting into like the Star Wars books. Or something. Heck yeah. But uh, I mean, The funny thing is about Harry Potter, there's a lot to cover, but it's like where to start. Well, and the other thing is we're not as, like, we're not crazy fans, so, like, we're not... We're big fans, but we're not crazy We're not fans, like, so. oh, wow, the lore, and, like, crazy in depth yeah. and lo- into the lore. What about uh, the twins and never noticing that Ron was sleeping with a man the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> well, it breeze over the fact that he was sleeping with his The Marauder's rat. Map. That's probably one of the worst. Uh, we said we wouldn't touch on, but I feel like uh-huh. we should touch on that one. That one's probably the worst. Yeah. The Marauder's yeah. Map, and then... It only shows Peter Pettigrew when it's like convenient for the plot. It never 
I was reading a thing the other day, and I cannot remember why or how it came up, but it was something about how like Lupin was hiding Peter Pettigrew on the map, but it didn't really make sense because Lupin like Lupin didn't know. Yeah, he was freaking out when he learned that he was. So my only other explanation is that for the Marauders map, were the people that made the map able to hide themselves from the map? Don't think so, or Lupin would have. Well, was Lupin on the map? Did we ever see Lupin's name on the map? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Harry looks and sees him like in his office. Okay. There is no excuse for. No, I'm. I'm literally. There probably is no excuse. I'm just thinking. And I'm sure J.K. Rowling has made up something, but it's her story, I guess. Whatever. That's the thing. Whatever she says is. You can argue all you want, but at the end of the day, it's her. How much longer do you think before they uh, remake Harry Potter? Do you think they're ever going to remake it? I think they will remake it, but I don't think it's coming anytime soon. No. Like like you said, it's only been like 10 plus years-ish since. So I think they got to obviously finish the Fantastic Beasts films first. Yeah, (laughs) true. Those might get new ones before. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, it's also you have to find child actors at work and you got to hope that they age through because... Even Harry Potter, that there wasn't the best aging for some of them. Like, right. obviously, Daniel Radcliffe has gone on and said, like he's had he had issues during his whole process going through, you yep. know, issues with alcohol and stuff. And there's you look back at some of his films that he's really not proud of in that series. I think six is the one so, that comes yeah. to mind as like one of the worst. Yeah, I do appreciate Harry Potter for the fact that it was eight films. They didn't really recast anyone. Other than obviously Dumbledore, who yeah, passed some away. deaths and stuff, but yeah, no. But for the overall, most part, I don't think they uh, they kept a. If anything, of might be like more background characters. They replace uh, Harry's love interest, whatever her name was. Um, the oh, I can't remember what her name is. Not Ginny, obviously. You're talking about the other one. Yeah, she changes. Yeah, in the, from the first and second movie, I think she's someone else and then after that but again changes. such a minor character or maybe she changes in four because maybe. four is where she yeah. he wants cho to take Chang. her yeah where he wants to take her to a yeah yeah i think i think cho Chang actress did change but i'm not entirely sure but other than that like there's not really any yeah it was ones. mostly it was characters that they the initial people did not think would be yeah important characters later down the line and then they did and then they wanted to cast someone that they perhaps felt more confident in exactly. their acting or whatever Especially reason i don't know those i think everyone uh stayed the same the core like 12 characters it's, it's hard to the thing is like to even recast like you have to think of like it really is like stars align you need these child actors you need all the child actors to work recasting children is very hard yeah. you need them all to work uh you need everyone to work well because it's not like it's just focused on just these kids like it is but it's yeah. not because there's a lot of people at the school at the same time exactly but yeah i thought you know i think I think they all did a good job. That's right. That's right. Before we wrap up, we can jump on a couple of our good old questions here. Yes, which is from our Discord. If you are unfamiliar, we do have a Discord, the Nerdy Misfits. It's the Misfit Island. And uh, on the Misfit Island uh, Discord, we have a channel specifically for questions for the podcast. If you'd like to have your questions answered, feel free to join the Discord and write a question down. And we even will let you know if we've answered it by giving it a little reaction. So that way you know to look forward to the future episodes and see your questions answered. And today's question 
comes from one of our guests we've had on a few times, Gray. Thanks for the question, Gray. And the question is, what are your more what is your recent nerdy merch buy? What's most recent nerdy merch, anime merch, manga merch that you've recently bought? Um recently bought merch. Um I don't have anything honestly too recent. I would say uh Tokyo Revengers volumes that I've been picking up as they've kind of slowly been trickling out. Um and the uh dress up darling manga as well. Um I've only been reading I've been forcing myself to only read Dress Up Darling as the manga comes out. Okay. Just to reduce how much stuff I'm reading like on a tablet because it mm-hmm. is nice to read stuff physically. Um and other than that, um hasn't been too many things as of late. Just trying to mostly read what I have. So like I do have all of Monster and uh Twentieth Century Boys. Okay. Which I do want to completely read before kind of getting more stuff and another one is i'm reading vagabond i don't have all of vagabond but uh, it's very hard to get it's always sold out so i'm kind of keeping my eye out for for vagabond is kind of like the big one nice nice for me i'm trying to think i think i bought like a couple star wars books no i haven't yet actually well i mean i'm thinking like a month and month and a half because like i haven't really done too much stuff more recently i bought um ace's story the novelization of that for uh, the first yes, volume, yes. anyways. I need to get volume two still for that. Um, Pokemon Collector's Edition Volume Ten for manga. I picked that up. Well, I guess by the time this came out, this comes out, it'll be November, which I'm assuming we'll probably both have the Pokemon game. Pokemon game will be out by the time this episode comes out. Um, Four Star Wars novels that I need to pick up. I think a new we'll Tokyo Revengers would have came out. I think yeah. a new Dress Up Darling probably would be out. So I would that still seems would still be accurate. Stay tuned for the upcoming weeks of what comes after this episode to see if we have uh, purchased everything. Could purchase more stuff, but yeah. I haven't been too crazy. I've been trying to read what I have. Same here. I've been slowly trying to read a lot of the things that I have going on. Read them, finish them, and then kind of look on to... The next horizon yeah, of, for well, more stuff. I yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm coming out of a burnt phase right now. Yeah, Matt's been cranking out some manga. A lot of but it's coming out. I'm getting out of it now, and I'm like ready to jump back in. Just ready to jump right back in. What a man. Got to gotta make sure I hit my goal of 500 reads for the year, you know? <laughs> oh, lordy. We're it, getting there. It is good that that, that obviously... Uh, did you come up with that number knowing you were going to read manga volumes? I have changed that anth- that number five times this year. Is it... I'm Obviously, a big step was... Reading One Piece. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, okay, I guess I have to include volumes, and volumes are going to be yeah. slightly easier. So my original thing is that January, I didn't really read too much, but I was like, you know what, January, I, I was like, you know what, I'll read a lot during the summer probably. Going into the winter, I was like, you know what, 125. I could read 125 different things this year. And then I got to like 75 by the end of April, and I was like, 125 seems way too easy now. So I bumped it up to 250. And then I got past 100, and I was like, huh, it's only halfway through May. I was like, you know what? There's 365 days of the year. Let's just bump it up to 365, you know, see if my average will be one thing a day. Fair and enough. then the number just kept growing for what I was reading, and I was like, and then I read well, when one you're, piece. When you're reading, then, yeah, four, five, six volumes a day. Yeah, it started going up, and then I was like, oh, crap. I was like, I'm going to reach three. The um, recording this episode, I believe I'm at 365. No, we are recording in October. Yes, mid-October. 
but I think I'm still going to try and hit 500, which is insane. But in the grand scheme of things, the things I'm reading, like I have... Manga does make it... It's still a lot of content. Yeah. There's no there's no ands, ifs, buts about how much content that is. But at least manga volumes, it's like easier to be like, okay, that's a thing down. Yeah. Instead of like full novels. Yeah, But I, I, I do miss reading novels. I think the manga has taken a lot out of me for that. So I think I'm going to try and read a couple more. I want to get at least... So right now we have about... You'd have to break it down. I want to read this many actual books. Yeah. The rest... If we got about 10 weeks left of 2022. I want to try and read at least eight full novels, which seems doable. Yeah. So. On top of completing all Avatar of, the Last Airbender as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. How's that been going? It's going. It's going. So how's that been going, actually? I am almost on season one. A <laughs> <laughs> little late, but it's fine. For the, for the listeners, by the end of this year, we will have a Last Airbender episode specifically. Maybe it could be like our New Year episode or something. <laughs> Happy New Year, Matt. Finally finished it. Huzzah. <laughs> exactly. uh, but yeah, Connor, anything to add before we wrap up this episode? Uh, No, I think, you know, perhaps we'll, we'll shout out to the Misfits. If yep. there's someone, someone out there, a part of the Misfit Island that is super into Harry Potter. Let us know. And you're down for coming on and talking about talking about why you love harry potter what got, really got you passionate about it we'd love to have you on and we can talk a little bit more in depth because obviously this goes a little bit past mine and matt's uh knowledge yeah we obviously have read the books we know the more movies. above the basic knowledge but nothing extreme yeah so we would love to have more of a harry potter um harry, a true fanatic. harry potter fanatic on would be good so let us know, you know, message us on the Discord, join the Discord, message us, or message us on any of our other social medias, and we can uh, perhaps set something up. It could be a good and time. check us out on TikTok, too. We should, there should be TikToks up by the time this episode comes out. Matt says this, he's editing TikToks before the episode we recorded. But um, yeah, check us out on TikTok, YouTube, there should be shorts. Instagram. Obviously, it's, this is going to be the same shorts, but... Yeah, everything. But yeah. And our link tree is in the description of both the YouTube video content for uh, style for um, the podcast as well as on the description of anywhere you're listening should be there. So follow us on all our social medias to stay up to date on what's going on with us. Always remember to join the island. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Heck yeah. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.